Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, a betting site with a difference. Not only are we offering the best available odds on a United win, we've also got exclusive special bets created by Reds. And as we share half our net profits with the United supporters community, no matter what, the fans can always end up winning. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app, Red Army Bet. About fans, by fans, for fans. Welcome to Late Night We Stand podcast. Um, with me is Sam Bowers is here, which is uh, entertaining. Uh, John Ashton's here, Bloom is here, Stu Edwards here. The world's angriest man will be joining us in a minute um, after he's finished uh, dropping money all over the place and generally fuming about life in general. Happens to you all when you get mad at that. Um, yeah, I'm sure he'll be with us in a second. We've just watched, um, well, we've just watched United basically. We've just watched Manchester City win the league title, which is uh, pretty miserable. Um, Obviously, after the highs of last week, where we took great delight in stopping City from picking it up in front of us and uh, then being able to go out and enjoy ourselves in town, we've uh, literally just made all of that hard work or the most of it go to waste by a piss poor performance. So, uh, seeing us end up getting beat by West Brom, probably the worst team in the league, by a goal to nil, and not really too many complaints about that either. So uh, apologies for what might follow because obviously last week it was full of the joys and lots of happiness and lots of uh, lots <laughs> lots of uh, lots of generally generally happy people. That's definitely going to change. It'll certainly change in a minute when one person joins in. Um, but yeah, Manchester City are the champions. There's part of me that's sort of glad that it's over and done with now, and then uh, we can get on with uh, probably losing losing second place to Liverpool in a couple of games with the spate of away games that we've got coming up. But. Uh, We'll see what the lads have to say about that. Uh, I'm going to go to you, John, first. That was pretty deal dismal, wasn't it? Well, d- just like Sam said this morning, no, you'll, you'll win it when we say. Uh, you're not winning it on your own terms. So, yeah, it, it was grim today, wasn't it? Um, kind of a sort of after the Lord's Mayor show. And I just think it's typical United over the last few years. We don't ever seem to build on any sort of momentum we get going. Um, the only thing you can say is that you know you get it out of your system ahead of what's what obviously next Saturday is a, a far far bigger game than what today was um, but yeah terrible performance I thought it's the uh, the run up forget what's happened in, uh, you know following that dismal performance today and forget the second half against City I go back to I think it was the the Brighton game obviously in the quarter final and then the Swansea game where again first half decent second half was dreadful for me the three or four games leading up to any semi-final you want consistency uh, and, that, and that means playing pretty much probably you same nine or ten players every week and that's not happened and today I, I just I couldn't work out I don't have to blame the players on Mourinho I think everyone's in the same position because the team just it's just imbalanced they're chucking smalling up front we've got three strikers up front there's no width uh, so to me that's more worrying Again, who knows what's going to happen against Bournemouth on Wednesday, but the build-up to a semi-final, which could potentially save our season, is more worrying. That's, that goes far. So it was the worst performance of the season. That, but I just don't think it looks asked at all. Let people out of position again. Um, I, 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 honestly, I can't think of anyone who played well at all. Fairly, the only one who was fairly decent, he took off at half-time. Herrera, who was actually doing the only one running around and trying to get the ball and battle for it but other than that it's been shite Sam? Um, it's been the same story all season uh, 
they, they don't inspire you as fans. You're never up, up off your seat. You don't get excited. Even when we do win games three or four nil, they just seem to be routine games. And I mean, they're, they're a thing of the past now as well. Since Christmas, we've we've been shite. There's no other way to put it. We've been shite. We've had some good results. Beat Chelsea, didn't really play well. Beat Liverpool, didn't really play well. Had a good 20 minute spell against City, but more than that, the performances have just been have been shite. Not good enough. You all right now, mate? Yeah. Just, um, <laughs> There's been some fuming going on behind. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, um, just wondering how adults can't put money in a bag without throwing it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How's married life? Yeah, really good. Still yeah. together? Yeah, just about. <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's good. This is the first defeat of your uh, of your married married life. Are you going to go home and take it out on her? No, years ago, you know, I didn't I didn't go home and take it out on her. But I used to be in a bad mood all weekend. But no, um, not like that with football. Um, you didn't watch the game in the ground. Um, you had the pleasure of you had the worst view because you had it on eight tellies. We only had to look at it once. Yeah, we had um, fit new fifteen year old seller today, so letting go in the ground on my ticket. So um, can't say I'm um, too bothered. Um, how bad though in terms of the high of last week um, obviously that was I've said it in this mag actually that it's such a good thing to build on in terms of confidence and the high of last week mm. um, not just beating them but coming back and doing it the way we did it and then obviously that it's just fritted it all away that hasn't it yeah and I, I don't want to go on the joke because you know we, we've known even after last week's result we still know that United have got a lot of work to do and um, I, the, the thing that I'm concerned about is is that we still don't seem to know where to play all our attackers. Every time um, I turn up to the ground, they're all in a different place. Um, Sanchez, I, I just don't think United know how to use him at the moment. And you know, because I didn't watch Arsenal much, I don't really know how he should be used. But the, you know, the way he's playing, um, he's not playing very well for United at the moment. And obviously, we're not getting the right balance. I, I, I do hope um, next week. You know, it, I, di- I didn't really understand like after last week that why we brought Mata in. And um, I know Mata has a lot of fans among United support, and you know he came on at Crystal Palace and he was brilliant. But I just, I, I just don't think he slows everything down, especially at home. And I don't really think he's got much use in our forward line at the moment. The Sanchez thing, though, he created all three goals last week, didn't he? Yeah. And but the difference was we had runners from midfield, and today we didn't. Again, we've gone back. The difference last week was yeah. we were two 0 down though and chasing the game. Yeah. And that's the difference. We, we don't seem to take those risks that you would. I always, I've always been saying phrases. I prefer to watch United when we're behind than I do when we're level or ahead. You're not, you're not, you're not going to get Matter or Era bursting into the box, are you? I, I was worried when I saw the team selection today. That he's gone with a three in central midfield at home to West Brom. You knew we were going to sit back. Is there really a need to start with Herrera and Matic? And then when you look at the players out wide. The, you can't get away with Matter and Sanchez for me either. There's no pace in the team. Or height. Yeah, it's just a you know it was, it was it was all very very easy to defend against. I thought I don't think we we started particularly badly, but you just they, they just look like they run out of so ideas. We're, quite we're blaming Mourinho, aren't we? Well, yeah, well, you've always got the, the the book always has to has to stay with the manager because he's the one who picked the team. And like I said, I, it's always a different team every week. And I, I, think, I, I never. I think the thing that frustrates me with him, he's got his favourites, and he doesn't. He's He's he don't he's not afraid to take like mattering people like that off, but he's he won't do it with Lukaku. He won't do it with Matic. He took Pogba off. The ones of it. I, I think he's got it in for him. Yeah, he's got it's it. In for him. No, well, a couple of players, a couple of players today. I mean, 
thought that Kent just said I'm a big Mata fan but how Mata played 90 minutes today because I thought he was absolutely disastrous from start to finish but and Pogba as well deserved to be hauled off because everyone keeps saying oh you know play him right up the pitch play him further up you'll get the best out of him with the midfields well he had his chance to do that today and he didn't take it he was ponderous in the ball pissing about it like he was doing his, his decision making was, was dreadful again yeah fully agree um, I think Herrera was probably out of the three the best he took him off at half time no idea why. Um, again, I mean Lindelof and Smalling didn't have a great deal to do, but it just seems like we we set pieces. We are shit at attacking them and we shit at defending them, and it's cost us again today. You know, City scored one last week. I think this is yeah. In the first half yeah. today, didn't we? Yeah. Got away with two. Where we could have gone up easily one or two nil up at half time. We don't we just don't learn. I don't know. We we don't. No, I, my mate asked me, do you reckon we tra- they train uh, or set pieces? And I'm, I'm, the only thing we can certainly say is that we don't zone or mark. That's obvious because that that stands out when teams zone or mark. You can tell. But considering we've got six or seven, I think I said it coming down in my car today. Um, six or seven people, six foot two, six foot four. Again, the amount of chances West Brom had today. You know, they've not won a game since Christmas. Yeah, and I mean overall. Like our eyes are mostly on next season now. We've got a big game next Saturday, but you can't help thinking what we're going to look like next season. And if I had one grumble, like it'd be what we said after Sevilla. I think we just we change our team. We seem to change our um, approach and our team every single game we play. Like and have a real pragmatic approach. And I, I just want to see some consistency now in it. In selection, and I'm a bit fed up of like turning up every week and it's a different everybody's and a half, isn't it? yeah, every week. yeah, and different midfield every week. So I, I think I mentioned, it, it, I, I mentioned the spine of a team. I think a few games ago, but that changes yeah. every, every I think single that's game. Mourinho fed up because, because I think that's Mourinho's always his way has always been stop the opposition first, and he sets up to make sure the opposition can't play, and then hoping that you're better players than the visitors. Well, which you get, you get it for some games, but it's West Brom at home, you know, and you just think so, just, just play your best players. Yeah. That second half against City showing what United can do though, yeah. you know, going forward and you know they, they really. I mean Vincent Company, he, he looks absolutely shit. Then he last well, last week in yeah. the second half. Yeah, he does. That's the type of thing that you know United need to just let the let the forwards off the leash a little bit. I think now. Just on that though, like I'm not disagreeing with any of that, and it's all spot on and stuff. But forgetting whether they've played together or not, or whether they, you know, would not. That team should have been out of B. Yeah. Fucking West Brom, who haven't won in the league since fucking December. Obviously, they got the cup result at Liverpool, but apart from that, they've been absolutely comfortably the worst team in the league this year. And yet, that team should have been able to de- deal with that comfortably. Yeah, absolutely. That's, it's, I don't know. It just it frustrates me. Sweet West Brom at all. Um, oh, was it now? Leicester or something? Leicester. Was it? Yeah. No, I don't think it was. No, I think it was someone even worse than that. <laughs> and, um, you know, that was at home. And we just, I mean, the, the most comfortable I've seen United this year was probably the first half at the Hawthorns, and it's like. I just don't, I can't understand why we can't break a team down like that at all. Yeah, I mean, obviously you've got a long haul game in midweek. Um, I don't know whether United have got any plans to actually stay down that part of the country or come back. Staying down would make absolute sense, but you just don't know what goes through. I don't know how it works these days. But um, I did he think might, when he I saw Mister Lowry, might he, for two nights? <laughs> I did think. I did. Yeah, he might go home. <laughs> he might go home for a couple of nights. Um, I did think though that when I saw the side, I thought, all right, yeah, you know, probably a completely different side. Whoever didn't play today might get a bit of a stretch, and then he's got a whole squad of who's probably in the best sort of fitness, who's in the best form, who's probably in the best sort of psychological state to play. But that, you know, no one on that pitch today. Because this is the thing now. We, we, I know we're going to get round to this whole piece around 
you know, it's the manager's fault because the book stops and I get that. But some point, some of them fucking players have got to start taking responsibility for some absolutely disgustingly bad performances. Yeah, and um, there's been there's been many now, but I, I'm I'm of the other approach. I'm of the other thought. Me, I don't, I don't think these players are bad. I think it's, it can only be the manager not getting them playing. So are you in the get rid of him? No, I'm not in the get rid of him. No, just I, sort it out. I think yeah. I, I think my view on him is is that next season I think it's. It is the de- deciding. Make or break for him. Yeah, I, 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 I suppose they'll be behind the scenes. They all like him. They all get on well with him and that. So I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> apart from, yeah, apart from Luke Shaw, but like no, the majority but, of the team on, get on well. Just getting my finger over the pause button because yeah. Luke Shaw's been mentioned. And John, John Ashton's in the building. <laughs> no, um, we, I, I just think that next year is the make or break for him, and I want I want to see him give it a good go now with United and not just. You know the, this pragmatic approach every week. I mean, the, the most disappointed, <coughs> one of the most disappointed I've ever been leaving the ground was against Sevilla, and uh, you know that, that, there was just absolutely no excuse, was it? And it wasn't befitting of a Man United manager in any way whatsoever. No. It reminds me of the, the, the statistics aren't bad, are they? You know, in terms of games won, you can't really argue that he's, he's improved his results. Was right today was obviously a disaster, but you know we took points off the top six this year that, that people said we were struggling to do at one point. The manner for me is the performances, and and the, there's so many unmemorable. Even when we do win, the, the games are unmemorable. So for me, next year, the results-wise, have got to carry on that level. But it's the, the level of the performances. Yeah, that's what's going to be his undoing. That's 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 100. And we've said on here many a time that Mourinho's pragmatic approach is it's a means to an end, and you have to have trophies at the end of it. If if you get to the end of the season, you've played like that and you win nothing. Mm. You know what was the point of all that? And yeah, um, it's already now after last week. Last week was the season's high, probably won it, and yeah, now we've got this got this semi-final coming up it's almost like United are in the sort of same zone as last year where everything just turned to shit ahead of the Europa League final it's almost like the FA Cup's maybe got that feel about it yeah definitely they switched off in the league last season and we put all our eggs in the Europa League basket fortunately we won it but you know if we if we come out of this season without winning a trophy you know, it's gonna we're gonna be left with egg on our face, aren't we? The FA Cup's still a big ass. So I mean, you're talking you, you're gonna have two 50-50 games to be able to win that, and then they genuinely would be 50-50 games. So, I mean, what's that as, a, as an odds? What's four to one to for us to win the cup? Yeah. It's Tottenham it's, and probably it's Chelsea. Chelsea yeah. I don't think we're as bad as Chelsea at the moment, but um, you know, I'm, I'm really worried about next Saturday. I am definitely. Yeah. Well, it was interesting though because. Tottenham played last night like they already had one eye on that game, didn't they? And they didn't even remotely get anywhere near the level that you know we know Tottenham can get to. But you just know that they're going to do that next week, don't you? But what you've just said is right. They should be playing a week before, six days before, if, if, even forgetting the Bournemouth game. But players should be playing for the position to start next next Saturday, and that's that didn't seem to be the case today. So is it the case that players were scared of getting injured? I don't know, or were, were, were they just poor? I can't work it out. But they were looking towards that game. I mean, to me, the way they were approaching it, they weren't. There was no, no urgency about. It. Yeah, exactly. There's no urgency about them, so it does seem to me that they are thinking about next week. But it's still it's the worst result of the season for me. That really and it by injured or just not played, not risked. His testimonial by the by the fucking pace of the first half. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Um, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Has, has the whole league got a game on Wednesday? Or just no, us? No, no, I think we're supposed to play Bournemouth Saturday, weren't we? So, so it's got a week off then? No, yeah. they play Tuesday. Oh, Wait to Brighton. Well. Yeah. Right, OK. So, so, Brighton and then so what, I, I do wonder what team he's going to play there because do we do we care about second or. No. No? No, I don't. It's, I, I, it's I wish he'd play a couple of 
Young lads on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I, I, I think the, the whole piece around, I, I've said this argument a number of times, second, third and fourth is, is just irrelevant now. It might mean something in prize money terms, which probably does matter inside, but in terms of, you know, second is just top of not being good enough. Are we one, one in front of the pill of a game in hand? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. But today for me should have been pretty much the starting eleven for next Saturday. I mean you'd have changed up maybe with four or five players on Wednesday. But now so Rashford and Martial have come on and fucking hardly done anything for twenty minutes or whatever it was. So are they gonna play Wednesday? Or is he gonna keep them on the bench for next Saturday? Is one of them gonna start? Still I still insist that United have to play one of those two in every yeah. game. So Matter so Matter probably won't play next week, will he? Lingard I think he fancies him at Wembley, he'll start probably. Uh, so I I'm studying now thinking you could probably only pick Eight out of the eleven starting eleven. He's not going to. He's not going to drop Sanchez, is he? Big, uh, big question for next week. Is right. Is is almost at the top of the side. Which is, does he go with De Gea or does he go with Romero? <laughs> well, well, why is Romero played every FA Cup game? I think yeah. so. Oh yeah. shit! I didn't realise. He's injured at the minute. Yeah. Well, that might take that little That's quandary. News, then. How did he get fucking injured? He's not done anything for three seasons. Did it on National duty, didn't he? Oh. That, that might save our fucking bacon. No, Rojo took him out. Because he, <laughs> he actually said after that, Mourinho, when he got injured, he said, oh, he's, oh, he's going to be out of the semi final. So he was, I actually thought he was going to play him in that game. Think, I still think that's terribly harsh that De Gea has to play in the competitions we've got no chance of winning, even though he pulls out the shit <clears> on every occasion. And Romero gets to play in all the crap ones that we can win. Yeah. He's, he rarely does out wrong, though, to be fair, nah, Romero, does okay, he? He's crap Neither did Roy Carroll when he yeah. came in every now and then. What's De Gea throw one into his fucking neck next week now after, <laughs> after all of that? Um, um, obviously, uh, just this piece around. I mean, City have deserved to win a league, haven't we? But it's just, uh, I was kind of hoping that we've kind of given them a Sunday night out. Um, so there's a, it's a little bit of a drink for them. I and mean, I was thinking, imagine if United get beat at Bournemouth and they've got a fucking Wednesday night on a school night to do nothing after 10 pm. That would have been all right. We've almost gifted them today. I'm a bit, a bit gutted by that. Yeah, definitely. It's, they've definitely been the best team all season. And I, I don't quite think. They'll get as, I don't think they'll get as many points as they did this year next season so United have to start looking at closing that gap <laughs> no I, I do I, I think I think United have got to aim for 90 points next year and if they do they'll They'll, it won't be like this year where 90 points won't win you the league that's I think. only our second defeat at home isn't it in the league what, beat by City obviously back in September, October whenever it was I mean today so you think fucking hell have we managed to lose against West Brom they've not won since Christmas they're on 17 points fucking furious about it now really I, I just <laughs> really pissed it, me off it shouldn't surprise us really because I think everyone probably you know half fought it after last week mm. uh, including some of our uh, our very own fans I'm sure I think we all had similar comments like we do when whenever we seem to lose selling the mag afterwards I had three one was just simply tell Lukaku to fuck off like I've, I'm, his, I'm his PA or something uh, another one was can you start a petition to get uh, Mourinho out so I said I'll see what I can do uh, and the other one was what was the other one I fucking can't remember, but it was just—it was—it was just—I just—I didn't reply. It's like, why do people feel the need to shout at sellers after the game? It's our fault, and you got a bit of grief, fired. Well. Well, yeah, most of my own mates. So. <laughs> he got told to stick it up his ass by one of his own mates. <laughs> the other one was uh, more like United, we surrender, we, we, not United, we stand. Yeah. That's I've actually, what he said. I've actually decided today was your fault today, Ant, because I, I worked out that today was the third time this season you've asked me to sell on North Stand Bridge after the game, and the three games with City severe in today. So, if you fancy betting on United to get beat, just find out where I'm uh, selling. He's a jinxed, he's uh, my, my nephew. He's, it was his fifth game today at Old Trafford. The, the, his first one was when Giggs was manager and we lost 1-0 to Sunderland <laughs> his second one we lost to Manchester Derby 3-0 um, the second one um, 
the third one, sorry, we, we drew nil nil to somebody, and then the, the last one was today. Never seen us score once in five games. I think we'll be supporting City by he this needs, time. He needs to foot right off. He does yeah. tell you. Yeah. So, we, so, so basically, what we've managed to conclude here is nothing to do with the team or Mourinho. Basically, what we need to do is stop him selling on North Stanbridge, <laughs> and your nephew needs to yeah. fuck off. Basically, yeah. there you see. That's Job the kind. Of, that's the kind of insight you look for on this podcast. Yeah, I think we've we've sorted out. Yeah, none of this Sunday supplement <laughs> bullshit. When he turned up today, I thought it's fucking West Brom. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> we lost one nil. Fucking hell! Thing is that the writing was on the wall early doors because it was almost like it's not like we were any good for like at any point, is it? You know, if, if anything, I, th- I think it was Degade who made the one and only decent save in our first half. It just never at any point looked like United were going to get into even. I just did as well. The best yeah. player. Yeah. Did we have one attempt on goal? Lukaku. That other thing, wasn't it? In second half as well. He had one in the first half, didn't he? When he was through and he. His touch was as good Imagine as he not is. making Ben Foster try to save stuff. God, I, think we, I can't stand that. Um, no, he's for, he, I'm still annoyed with him yeah, over that fucking Tevez thing in the derby. He's my worst United goalie ever. Yeah. Ben Foster. <laughs> I looking at the clock was 78 minutes, and, and I think. Sanchez, Rashford and Lukaku could have all touched each other they were that close together and any other team you wouldn't see that it's like we've said at the beginning of this podcast no one knows where to play there's no natural width Martial I'm not quite sure where he came on to play but seriously Lukaku, Sanchez and Rashford were all within about 12 yards of each other there was a lot of that trying to walk it through and like neat little passing through fucking clustered blocks of defenders like a bit like what Arsenal just used no to do no width just get it wide and is it, is it time for, for obviously Valencia and Young we know we need two full backs is we need two new fullbacks. End of. End Definitely, of. Yeah, I, I think we need a, a, a ball from midfield as well. I don't think any of our midfielders can pass it forward. Just wide. And that, and that, that in itself, though, if you bear in mind the twenty odd million spent on Herrera, the eighty odd million spent on Pogba, the thirty odd million spent on Matic, and we can't find a fucking midfielder who can pass it. It's a fucking joke. Yeah. Tommy. Yeah, where is he? On the bench. He's on the bench. He's on the bench. Flavor of the month's fucking gone now. Anybody yeah. so nailed on to play for Preston in two years? <laughs> That's a bit harsh. <laughs> You're having a Harry Kane moment here. Aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Chesterfield in two years. Yeah, yeah. 2013, I think. Yeah. Said I'd. Harry Kane will be at Chesterfield in two years. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I, think I had something like pushing trolleys at yeah. Tesco. Yeah, he said, <laughs> no, you said, "Will it? Will it be the um, the Asda or Tesco?" <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we got that one spot on, didn't we? Yeah. Okay, now. I think we need to do a summer podcast two weeks into the World Cup. That'll be quite interesting. Yeah, because a big, big, big summer goes. Big, 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 big summer. Big summer. Blin, Blin's gone, hasn't he? Carrick's gone. Slatan's gone. Two fullbacks potentially. Just going to be one of these where you just watch like players that you've never heard of, and they, they do one good thing, and then you just clamour to buy More them. Signs, like, yeah, yeah. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. Who was, yeah. was the last one? Uh, Rod. Uh, what was he called? Fucking Rod. No, Rod. Him at Bayern. Him at Bayern now. Him at Bayern now. Fucking yeah, James Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, Rod. J-Rod <laughs> I thought I thought he was going to start going on about that couldn't he fell off the roof with Emu <laughs> we'd end up with fucking Jay Rodriguez wouldn't we <laughs> I, I still think his celebrity death go Rod Hulls was still the best I don't think there's been a better one since uh, anyway so uh, what were you saying about Rod the last good player to have a one game yeah, that we yeah, he was the last good one and everyone fucking clamoured to get him looking you know 
The point was, it's about this summer and a, and a big clear out. Clear, mm. it, with those going, we need to buy five or six players. But any other team, like City, are probably look, looking to add two players to their team. So you're asking five or six players to come in next year. Two or three transition. Two or three, which would you'd expect to be regulars every single week, and then you're asking them to all gel together to finish above City again. It's a big ask. Yeah, it'd be another season of transition because of what you just said. The amount. So the thing is, is that every time United spend three hundred million pounds, they always end up looking like they need to spend three hundred million pounds, and it's just a cycle that they can't get out of. You know what the, I mean? The problem you've got is though is for, for every for every one signing is a, a success. There's probably one or two that aren't. And it's no good, you know. If you need to replace virtually an entire squad, it's going to take you an eternity to get you to a point where you, you've got a, that sort of, you know. Guardiola's bought seventeen. I know they spent similar amounts of money. They spent money better than we have, but it's still it's the turnover of players rather than the, the money. You know, he's brought in seventeen or eighteen players. When Mourinho's only had a chance to bring in eight or nine, mm. and I think that's that's the problem. We need, we haven't perhaps got that ability to be able to get a player in, though, and if they don't succeed, get them out straight the, away. The, the thing is, though, what's starting? If you if you look at obviously Mkhitaryan was this, and that turned out a disaster. Lindelof's clearly fucking shite. The Pogba situation <laughs> looks like it's not going to pan out particularly well. His, his strike rate of who he brings in isn't as strong as perhaps it should be, is it? No, we just we just scattergun, aren't we? Just pick everybody who's available, and um, you know I think we should start. You know, like, how long have we needed a right winger for now? Um, what? About 12 years. Yeah, and we, well, we, we still... He, he wanted one last summer. Didn't we bought somebody so. who played in a place where we had two players competing already. Oh, I don't really get that signing. But he wanted he wanted him as a target, and he didn't get him. The club didn't go out and get him. So, who's... Well, who this summer? How old's Perisic? 29? 30 now, isn't he? 30. That's a fucking child prodigy yeah, from yeah, Mourinho. That's, that's another one. Like you just said there, I don't think there so it looks like there's a long-term plan, though, do they, to, to be able to... A strategy of, and a philosophy of how you want to you want to go forward. But The problem, the problem is, though, is, is if you're a manager who functions on short-termism, which has been, for the bulk of his management career, two, three, four seasons here and there... You're probably not going to have that long term well, longevity. That's great about Ferguson, wasn't it? To be able to get rid of the likes of Van Nistelrooy to allow Ronaldo to flourish and that kind of thing, and just accept that you've got to be mediocre for a couple of years. I don't think Mourinho can do that. No, I think he's, yeah. I think he struggles to be able to have a text up yeah, like in our time, but long term it'll pay off. And I think that's that's one of his biggest downsides. On top yeah. of that, as well, you need five or six squad players who are happy to be squad players, don't you? I think Herrera is happy to be a squad player. To have, you know. You, yeah, you, you want every time they play, all our fans call them shit. Well, I think, you know, um, I think City have handled their like transition really well, haven't they? What, the last win the league, 2014 or something, and they've had a couple, like you say, a couple of years like where they've, they've just sort of been, you know, top four or whatever. But they've brought in the manager that they wanted. Then they've brought in all the players gradually that they wanted to get under him, and they've done that. Yeah, they've they've, they've had... actually replaced it, or nearly the close to replacing Aguero, Silva, and Torre now. Yeah, but in that time, they've had loads of trips to Barcelona. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> three, three of the probably the best players of the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. And we, we never handled our um, gigs, goals, you know, all that. No, and they all went at the same time, didn't they? Ever they all just went and then. It's going to take time because of that. They've, they've all gone. They City have planned it better. Simple as that. Smalling and fucking Jones. Jones yeah. The thing is, though, I, I, I <clears throat> as you well know, I've panned Smalling a few times, but six or seven games now, he's not actually done too much wrong. Well, he's. I mean, it's it's very easy to call the the, the player the, yeah. the player that's only the only centre half ever fit yeah. to play every game, and yeah. um, he in in an ideal world, really, he should be our fourth choice centre half, shouldn't he? Yeah. But he's our best because none of our all of the other centre halves that we've got are cripples, you know. So it's a 
It's a bit of um, he that will, makes it a problem. He will get fucking sent off next week, though, only in the semi final for slide yeah, tackling in somebody in, in the fucking tunnel at half time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and he'll do, he'll do something fucking catastrophic. Uh, just a quick one on next week before we do that, but uh, can we try and drag a United man of the match out of this today? Um, I'd, I'd probably say, actually, small, and I think uh, that Rondon didn't have a sniff all game. Struggling with that one. That Sanchez was the one who always looked to make things happen, even though it didn't really come off him. But I can't think of a single player who I thought played reasonably well. I don't know. I don't know Sanchez, but no one. No. Same. <laughs> no one. No one. No, I, I have to be honest. I'm struggling. Well, I'm going to go with one of the disused subs. <laughs> so the only, the only one, the only one in the squad who didn't do anything wrong. So whoever was on the bench and didn't play, I don't know. That was McTominay. We'll give him McTominay again. Well, got well. Yeah, did he? Well, I'll do. Yeah, yeah. He looked good in a warm up. <laughs> yeah. Fucking that couldn't Hernandez used to go offside in the warm-up, right? Um, yeah, he's warmed up well, so we'll give it to Scott McTominay. Um, right. What do, what do United do? I mean. First and foremost, uh, do you go with half a side and not risk anybody who's remotely going to be important? I'd, to li- us, I'd, I'd like him to. I'd like him to play like Gomez, someone like someone like that. Um, but we all know right now that he's not going to do that. He's going to be um, at least nine nine strength players. Yeah, yeah. He probably plays Latan though, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this won't happen. But I've wanted to play the same eleven he's going to play on Saturday. Fuck it. I want consistency. Ninety nine, fucking the same team played every week. It's a load of bollocks. Yeah. Well, you will get consistent. We got beat one 0 went to Bournemouth and against Tottenham. Probably. <laughs> He's going to change it again. He's, he'll switch it around again. So, I th- I, what's the point of playing a lot of half-ass players? On you know, you might, we'll get play ones who are from the edge of the squad that we're having a go. It's no point playing players who aren't bothered about playing. Yeah, I'd go with. Um, I'd start Rashford. He needs, he needs to play both games he needs some minutes under his belt I know he, he keeps rolling out this line doesn't he he's played most appearances what for fucking 20 minutes at the end of each game or whatever Bollocks, yeah um, and I'd, if Bailey's fit get him back in there fucking Lindelof's just a bit of a fucking yeah, nightmare he's, he's no good is it so um, obviously we've had a kick in the balls today and it's ended up not just in terms of getting beat in a game that in the scheme of where United are at probably doesn't matter but it has given City the title Um so after the high of last week United have now got to pick themselves up so do you think the semi-final will be that day or are you not overly I've optimistic? I've got a lot of um, doom when I think when I think about it yeah. um, I, the, the reason is I mean in the league game we really really struggled against them didn't we the running and the, yeah we got outclassed yeah, like and I just don't see how we can turn that turn that round. Mourinho made an absolute bollocks of his tactics at Tottenham away, yeah, though, yeah. didn't he? As well, I mean, the, the the sort of formation he set up today is the way you want to play at Tottenham, yeah. and the way we should have played it. The way we played at Tottenham was how you'd <laughs> want to play today. Yeah. But um, we got picked apart in twelve yeah, seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the first twelve seconds did it out, didn't out, did it? But um, the midfield just worries me. They're just they're just strong. Ericsson's obviously Ericsson, mm. but I think unless Pogba fucking yeah. turns on a worldie and Herrera starts kicking people and Matic doesn't lose the ball I think we're going to really struggle in midfield Matt could be the down before today I was fairly confident about it but it's it suts it all out of me again today so I'm, I'm a bit worried now our record in big games recently has been pretty good on it I, I honestly think it's 50-50 you could toss a coin so you go suits and so, well it top, is top, top, Tottenham have always got Tottenham have um, Tottenham have got form for bottling haven't they at this time this time of the year so big game too yeah that's right yeah, yeah. Well, the uh, the, the other the other bad the other bad the other bad news, by the way, which I should, is this uh, 
um, you know the the uh, the pub that we always go to on the monkey bus for any Wembley trips. Oh, um, the one in um, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wickham, I would, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, um, we're not going there. Well, no. well, <laughs> is it one with the bouncy castle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah there's no, I was going. Well, there's no point. Well, there's no point in giving it secret because it's gone bust. So this, <laughs> so so we're setting off at eight in the morning <laughs> with nowhere to go. So uh, so we may uh, we'll we'll have to we'll have to try and find somewhere. Uh, prediction for. Do me the both games. So Bournemouth first and then Tottenham. Bournemouth, um, one all. Tottenham will win in extra time. I could do with extra time. Win both 2-1. Draw, Bournemouth, 2-1 against Spurs, just. To United? Yeah. Uh, 2-1 nil wins. 2-1-1. I think we'll win 5-2 at Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> This is why we don't invite one <laughs> And then we'll probably I think we'll I think we'll uh, we'll turn Tottenham over I reckon three one. Three one. Right, so Do you think we're gonna score eight goals in a week? <laughs> <laughs> does anyone, does anyone think it goes for extra time? Yeah. Tell you what, that was a fucking great advert for home brew that one, wasn't it? <laughs> extra time is a obviously a possibility. Um no, not. I mean, pe- penalties would lose we'll probably. I'm late enough as it is. Yeah. I love how the fact that you've just absolutely blitzed United, slagged it off, and then every single one of us <laughs> has, just, has just predicted that we'll win it. Yeah, I definitely think that's definitely more hope than uh, than, than expectation. Uh, we're going to wrap it up now. I do feel a bit safer now because for the duration of this podcast, there's been a man sat in a car staring at us, and he's got a half half Celtic, half United shirt on. Um, <laughs> stitched it together. Yeah, he stitched. But it's, it was like it's like vertically together. So it's like half a kit vertically and. Uh, it, that's just odd, isn't it? Yeah. You saw him before, didn't you? Oh, not nationality is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's very he's. Well, put it one way: if this Scott, had been, Scottish, if this had been a night game, I'd, I'd have just sacked this podcast off. I'd have, got, I'd have just got in the car and driven off at speed. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, if, if you are if, if you are if you are that person and you are listening to us, can you uh, can you go somewhere else next time? <laughs> you creepy bastard. <laughs> Right, that's it. Um, we will be back. Um, I've got. A, do you know what my? Uh, I've got. See, I've got. A, I've got a dilemma here, by the way, at Bournemouth because uh, I've got a collection, which means if I don't pick it up, I'll get banned. And it's seriously fucking tempting to just not go and get banned. <laughs> so um, anyway, we'll be back at Bournemouth. Um, he's met and going the semi. Do you know? Big game and he's he's bound to be there. Yeah, so. And the weather's going to be nice, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, the, yeah, the weather's nice and it's a big game. Andy Mitchell. Andy Cole. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, Andy, Andy will probably be back uh, for the semi final. Um, but if he's not, I'll uh, I'll do that one as well. But uh, lads, um, thanks for today. Thanks for uh, attempting to pull something together. That it was, uh, you know, you did you did great. Um, as I said, next podcast Bournemouth, and then we'll be back at the weekend where hopefully United can uh, can clinch an FA Cup final space where then uh, hopefully be able to heap more misery on Mark Hughes uh, until then thanks for listening and cheers thanks for listening to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet we offer the best available odds on a United win as well as a host of special bets created by Reds with half our net profits being donated to United supporters groups Red Army Bet is about fans by fans for fans check out our website redarmybet.com or download the app Red Army Bet we all follow United